Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye. Welcome, everybody, to me time. It's holiday time. I'm telling holiday stories. Part of my me time, this is, I love this time of year. I really do. And and even though it can be really hard, it can be complicated, it can, it can bring up lots of feelings, but there is something that I feel this time of year that's like, I am just going to say it, I feel the magic. I kind of feel like a kid again a little bit and I still love to just drive around and look at the lights or, um, you know, go to the Grove here in Los Angeles where they have that snow falls, I think every hour, like some fake snow, but it's, there's something about it. There's just something about it. And so I've sort of, this month has been so far about telling special and memorable stories that kind of changed my life during this time of year. One of my favorite traditions was making cookies. That's not what this episode is about, but one of my favorite traditions is making Christmas cookies with, was making cookies with my grandma. It was, I think from the time we would wrap it up the year before, you know, to the follow, I would look forward to it the next year, just because this time that I spent with my grandma was incredibly special and I feel like in some ways healing and it really captured all the things that I think the the holidays are but also her her sugar cookies are the best in the whole world and yes I will be posting that video and that recipe because part of my me time is is you know even though my grandmother is is no longer here and I miss her all the time and especially this time of year making those cookies and telling these stories and sort of reliving these memories and being in the wonder you know and trying to find any sort of magic or peace with everything that's happening in the world. And since this podcast is called Me Time, this is how I spend my me time. I am selfishly doing episodes where I just get to relive some holiday memories, but they make me happy. And maybe maybe they'll make you think about yours too. Maybe they'll make you think about your life too. And the things that we're grateful for, you know, for me, I know, look, I believed in Santa until I was nine years old. I stood in front of my oh my gosh, I should put a warning on this. We talk where I'm gonna talk about Santa. So you know, some secrets might be revealed if your kids are listening with you. Maybe I shouldn't tell this story. But anyway, I believed in Santa until I was nine. So much so I was getting made fun of at school. And I stood in front of my class and defended Santa. Hardcore. Like the people were making fun of me. And I was like, look, you know, he's real. He's real to me. He's real to me. I remember saying like, you all don't have any proof that he's not real. So I can also not have proof that he is and believe that. So my teacher, God bless her, Mrs. Huberry, she retired this year. I saw her a couple years ago when I was home visiting my my old grade school. Mrs. Huberry, I will always be grateful for you defending me. She basically said when I went to her and I was like, Mrs. Huberry, tell them the truth. She was like, she was like, well, he's real if you believe he's real. 
which to me was so beautiful, so beautifully said and supported me, but also, you know, kind of, it's sort of where you put your energy and like belief or whatever. So for me, and I know there's a lot of like controversy around this, but for me, there was a wonder, there was a magic to this time of year always, even though it was often very hard for my family. It was often very hard on my mom who made every Christmas somehow magical and like the greatest, craziest kid Toyland. I don't know how she did it. I don't know how she did it. We certainly didn't have the means to, but she always sort of found a way. Anyway, so mom, thanks because I love this time of year. It was always really special in our house. Anyway, so my back to my grandma, I'm going to be posting that recipe, but this was just also as I've been thinking about the things in my life that I'm grateful for. One of them is this experience of you are being able to sort of find wonder still, even when it's dark. And maybe that's why I go to the Grove. (laughs) I go to the Grove, not all the time, but the Grove here in Los Angeles is this ridiculous outdoor mall. It's so fun. There's like, there are fountains and, you know, music and cafes and you can sit outside and eat and have a glass of wine, but also like all these amazing stores and it's just alive and it's decorated. And I still, I still love going to the Grove. I remember when it first opened, it was like, I remember calling it adult Disneyland and it still kind of feels that way, but it also just has this like this time of year, it's, it's, it's over the top in the best way. So I love to go. I love to still go. And this week I went by myself and I just stood there and I watched the fake snowfall and it made me so happy. And I started thinking about this. So I talked about popcorn, finding popcorn, the dog, So if you haven't listened, that was probably one of my favorite episodes that I I got to tell that story. So for thank you all for listening, if you did. And if you didn't, it's a really sweet story. Anyway, so I was thinking about these these memories of, you know, I have so many. Again, when I say like my mom just made Christmas so magical and let me believe and... (laughs) even though one night I sat up by the fire sobbing because I couldn't go to sleep and I knew Santa was going to come. And my grandma, I mean, my gra- my whole family, but my, my grandma and I did have this like really special day. And I think about like looking back on it now. And I remember, you know, my grandma was, she wasn't really, a, she wasn't a big talker. She was a thinker. You could tell she was very mysterious and the sweetest, but also like I would, I wouldn't put her at like the warmest. She was to us, obviously, but she was very discerning and very like selective about it. She, I I think my grandmother was also like a psych, like a clairvoyant. She had this way of like, without saying a word of, of, of looking at you and seeing you and almost knowing before the words get like, she could almost hear what you were thinking you know, and she was in the way she would take care of us. It was always cooking. It was always your, you know, you're welcome here. The door was always open. They lived two doors down from us growing up, my grandparents. So we spent so much time there. And this one day that I think just became so special because like I got to feel like a, you know, when you get to kind of feel like a grown up when you're a kid, like your mom lets you do that thing that like, like I got to go to grandma's by myself you know, and, and make cookies with grandma and just have that time with her where like there wasn't another adult around. My mom wasn't around. Like I could tell stories in a different way. You know, you just have those people. And that was what my grandma was to me. We didn't talk a lot on this day. 
but there was this shared experience that we were having and making something. Oh my God, I can't get through the story without crying. We would listen to Christmas carols and then we would start, she'd make the dough like the night before and kind of let it harden a little bit. And then we would decorate and it became a whole thing. Nobody was really allowed in the kitchen. Like my grandpa would, my mom, like nobody could, they got to, you had to wait until we were done. We had, you had to wait until we were, and if you came over before, we were both pretty upset. Like we had to get some of the icing done. And it just was this creative, fun, magical, safe experience that I think was for me probably tops most of my Christmas experiences. And so anyway, I don't know. I'll probably post something about this, but what is your like favorite thing that you like to do with like a a person or maybe you're visiting, maybe you're like, I don't know, that is a shared experience that you have that is just the most special. And it is like very specific to this time of year. I think that's what I'm getting at is this why this time of year sort of brings out the, the effort for these like magical experiences more so than any other time of the year. And I like, obviously, we should live like this all year. But the fact that we don't <laughs> makes it really special. Anyway, let me guess. You can spot a too-good-to-be-true health hack from a mile away. You text your friends the latest studies about healthy aging, and you read labels like it's your job. Well, congratulations, you're a skeptic. You deserve a multivitamin that more than meets your standards. Enter Ritual. I love Ritual. I take Ritual every single day. I love the ritual of taking Ritual, but honestly, I love how I feel. I also love that I can read the ingredients, which I feel like is so, it's so rare these days. Also, they taste really good too. They're not like super vitamin-y. <laughs> anyway, I'm just a big fan all the way around. A clinically backed multivitamin for women 18 plus with high quality and traceable key ingredients in clean bioavailable forms. With nine key nutrients in two capsules per day, their unique beadlet and oil is even patented. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is one of the few women's multis that's USP verified, meaning what's on the label is what's in the formula. It's also soy-free, gluten-free, vegan-friendly, and formulated with GMOs. A minty essence in every bottle keeps things fresh and helps make taking your multis every day actually enjoyable. No more shady business. That's what I love. I love this company. Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Ritual is offering my listeners 30% off during your first month. 30% off. Visit ritual.com slash me time to start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. Clear air is safe air, which is so important in the quality of our lives. Americans spend 90% of our time indoors, and around the holidays, it can be like we spend even more time inside. According to the EPA, indoor air can be as much as 100 times more polluted than the outdoor air. I didn't know that. Having clean air is one of the fastest and easiest ways to improve your health while protecting your family and holiday guests. With a high quality air purifier, all you have to do is breathe, which is why you need Air Doctor. Air Doctor filters out dangerous contaminants and allergens such as pollen, pet dander, dust mites, and mold so your lungs don't have to. Air Doctor uses an ultra HEPA filter that's been independently tested to capture 99.99% of the tested bacteria and viruses. Air Doctor has captured the attention of established media outlets such as CNN, money, ABC, and more. Capturing odors from cooking and smoking to chemical cleaning products, you can trust Air Doctor to keep everyone in your household breathing the freshest air possible. I have tested this. I will bring the Air Doctor into my kitchen. I mean, look, I I love how I feel anyway, having it like in my bedroom at night and whatever, but like when I cook, say, fish or something even, like something stinky in the kitchen that's just gonna hang around for a while, Air Doctor clears it out like 
so fast. It's actually really crazy. <laughs> anyway, so that's how I know, that's how I know it works. And with Air Doctor, there's no need to worry about noise. They use their exclusive whisper jet fans that are 30% quieter than the fans in ordinary air purifiers. That means you can run Air Doctor at the highest speeds while still enjoying a peaceful home environment. It's time to get peace of mind with Air Doctor. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee if you don't love it. Just send it back for a full refund minus shipping. How crazy. If you don't love it, just send it back for a full refund. So head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code METIME. And depending on the model, you will receive up to 39% off or up to $300 off. This is such a nice gift, by the way, too. And exclusive to podcast customers, you will receive free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Look, you need to lock the special offer by going to airdoctor, A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use promo code METIME. So I was thinking of a memory, I was thinking of this memory that I also wanted to share, which is also sort of goes to that feeling of like feeling like an adult a little bit and my mom like letting me do something for the first time, like on my own. And this night she was letting me decorate the tree, the Christmas tree, which I know she loved to do, but she had like, you know, a lot going on. It was, so this would have been the year that my parents got divorced. So it was really complicated. And it was just a confusing Christmas, I'll say, I think for everybody in our family. And we had a, and and very hard. And my mom was taking on, I think at that point, like three jobs And it just was, you know, it was complicated. And there was like a sadness. There was a sadness for so many reasons that that's a probably another podcast. But anyway, she was doing her best. And I think in some way, I also saw this as like an opportunity where I could like do something for us or for her or whatever. As a kid, I think you you have that like you want to help. You sort of want to be, you know, you want to brighten their day or whatever they're going through or whatever. And also I really love decorating a tree. So everybody wins. And my mom, I remember this night, it was really bleak. Like I think for whatever reason, you know, money was really tight and we, you know, she'd had the talk with us like Christmas was going to be different. And, you know, there wasn't a lot of extra this year and all good, but it was tough. And I know for her, like that's all she like, Christmas was like her thing. And so I think it probably, it hurt her more than it did us being like, oh, okay, fine. We're not going to get, you know, as many presents. Okay. But like, I think it was actually more painful for her to have to like have that conversation with us. So I was very excited. I was going to help her decorate the tree because, or decorate the tree for her because she had like a, something she went to. I remember that night it was like a girl's night or like a cookie night. Like she and her friends have a drunken cookie party every year. And it was something like that. And she was going to go have a good time. And I wanted her to be able to come home to like a finished tree. And I was killing it. I was like, I was just making a, I mean, it was a work of art, this tree. It was so good. And I was so excited. And it was also so It was such a little bright spot in what was such a dark time for us. And I couldn't wait for her to see it. And also I was really proud of it. And, you know, it was it was it was a moment of hope, I guess. And I remember she walked in from the thing and she saw the tree and was like started crying. And (laughs) and then out of nowhere, the tree fell over 
just as if like the ghost of Christmas present had just said, nope, y'all hadn't had enough blows this year. We're going to we're going to knock over the work of art that I was so proud of and also so excited to share with my mom who came in the door and started crying, which was the exact reaction I was going for. Her friend was with her and I remember their jaws hit the floor like because I don't know what none of us knew what happened. The tree this this beautiful tree, this symbol of, <laughs> I'm really selling it. It was, but that's how it felt. It felt like, like the whole world that was already falling apart w- fell apart. Like that was it. That was it. That was the, that was the icing on the cake. And I started sobbing and oh, I could cry thinking about it now. My mom started crying. We stood there hugging and crying. Her friend jumped in. And she was hugging us and crying because it was just so symbolic of like everything that was already happening. It just, it just, I don't know. So, so that sucked, but of course it was okay. We picked up the tree and you know, we, I'm sure got another one. I don't remember much after that, except that year in the midst of all of, of what we were going through and this sort of darkness, um, one day, I want to say it was about a week before Christmas, maybe just a few days before Christmas. We came home and on the front porch of our house was a giant Santa bag. It was it was the biggest bag to me at the time. Like it looked like Santa's actual bag. It was massive this thing. And it was overflowing. It was fully packed overflowing with presents. I get so emotional when I think about it, especially when I think about it now. I just think about how amazing people can be. Anyway, we got up to the to the front porch, looked around obviously, like where did this come from? And there were gifts in there that were labeled, you know, that had that had tags on them for me and my brothers and my mom. And lots of them. Some food too. And I think that at the time we thought maybe there wasn't a, there wasn't a car. There was nothing that said who it was from other than Santa. And we were just baffled. Like it wasn't my grandparents. We had, we had, we had checked in with them. We assumed that it was, I think for a long time, obviously we called everyone who we thought it might be, or I don't know. And years later, we did find out. But the point of it was that it was obviously somebody very close who knew what our family was going through. And I felt like it was also somebody who knew. I thought it was the our friend who witnessed the night that the tree fell. Anyway, we asked everyone we knew. No one came forward. We had a couple of ideas. But whoever they were, it simply they simply weren't going to reveal themselves. And we ended up having a lot of presents under the tree. Not that that is what Christmas is about. But the fact that there was someone, potentially like a few people, we learned later it actually was a someone, thought, put the energy into getting all of us gifts, didn't want anything in return, not even a thank you, so much so that they didn't even put their name on any of the gifts. I don't really remember anything about the gifts because that really wasn't what it was about. And I don't remember 
anything, (laughs) this is so funny that both of these things happened in the same Christmas because when I think about that Christmas, I think about the tree falling and what, what just a dark place we were in at the time, doing our best to not be in it. And this secret, literal secret Santa dropping off an entire Christmas, you know, of, of Christmas gifts, an entire Santa bag of Christmas gifts for us. And it makes me, when I think about like that kindness now, I can't, I can't, it makes me so emotional. Years and years and years and years later, we learned that it was my mom's friend, Barb. So Barb, this just tells you, the, the fact that she wouldn't even sign the tags tells you everything you need to know about Barb. Barb was just, Barb was the best. Anyway, so years later, years and years and years and years later, we learned it was, it was Barb who kind of changed, I think, for us, our lives in a lot of ways, just because I'm still talking about this memory, this that was 1992. And I remember it like it was yesterday. I just remember coming around the corner and seeing that bag. And I remember going through it. And then I remember the mystery unfolding. So anyway, I don't know, maybe it'll inspire you to uh, if there's someone you know, who's in need, or if there's somebody who could just use a, a little bright spot this year. I'll sort of wrap this up by saying I think for us and I know for my family that during that really tough year and when the Christmas tree toppled over, tears were just flowing. Something truly magical happened. And I feel like that's sort of what this episode has has been about for me because I feel like while we always were creating new memories every year and new traditions, this time of year brings out a lot of like nostalgia and thinking back and remembering our childhood and our experiences during this time of year, our memories from this time of year. And in a weird way, we all kind of get to be kids again. Anyway, so I think about my grandma. I think about, you know, I think I go into the nostalgia of it and there was so much magic there. But this year in particular was the reminder that like miracles, I feel like miracles can happen. I told a story last week too that was also miraculous. And this was another one. It was really, really a dark time. And this magical thing happened, this unexpected, you know, secret Santa, angel in disguise, dropped off a bag of gifts on our doorstep. And it really, I think, you know, as I said in in the story, I don't even remember what was in the bag. I don't remember the gifts. It's the gesture. It was this symbol of hope for our family. And I think it was also just this reminder that even in the darkest moments that the giving or love, any of that, it does actually make its way through. And, you know, you can you can find it. You can find it everywhere. And I do think this time of year has, has a way of bringing out the best in all of us. I feel like we all work a little bit harder. We put a little more effort in to like see our people and friends and family. Maybe we pay more uh, attention to people in need. And so I, I feel like it brings out this side, the secret Santas, the angels, you know, whatever to all of us and, and for all of us. And I think that's what I love about it. Obviously we should, we should always have that all year, but I also think it's it's just a nice reminder when you kind of open your heart to seeing those things how quickly they can appear anyway maybe this story will just be a nice little story you got to listen to on a drive somewhere maybe it will inspire you to you know consider or think about being that 
sort of secret Santa or symbol of hope for somebody else. Maybe it just gave you a nice little moment to think about, you know, miracles and angels and all of that. I don't know. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thank you for listening and reliving some of my holiday memories with me. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.